millions of Christians face intense persecution and risk their lives for the sake of the gospel. Vom Oz Radio supports persecuted Christians, giving a voice to the testimony of those who have been denied a voice. Our programs inform and encourage Christians in Australia and around the world to mobilize and to stand with our persecuted brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to Vom Oz Radio, voice for the persecuted. Welcome again to the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. My name is Todd Nettleton. We are in the studio today with Reed Olson. Reed is the global resource liaison for the Voice of the Martyrs, and we're going to talk about what that is and what he does, but essentially he helps us get material into hostile and restricted nations around the world. Reed, welcome to Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Let's talk first about your background a little bit. How, how did you come to be the global resource liaison? But how, what's your background in ministry and in uh, helping get Christian materials into other countries? Well, back in the early 80s, my wife and I attended a missionary training center in Minneapolis, Minnesota called Bethany. And I had known the Lord for seven years. Uh, I felt that the Lord was calling me into missions. And seeking the Lord hard there, uh, the Lord put on my heart one day, I'll never forget it. He said, I am calling you to the countries of Central America to put the word of God in the hands of the church so they can fight and win their spiritual battles. And in time, he clarified that this was going to be uh, Christian literature ministry. And so after Bethany, the Lord had put Central America on my heart, and I plugged in with a couple of Spanish Christian publishers that I worked with for uh, nine years. And it was all about putting Bibles and Christian books into the hands of people. What, what did we have? We had printed materials. We had VHS cassettes. You know, this was even before the DVDs. <laughs> and it just started. It started with one country, Puerto Rico. It, it, then it expanded into Central America. And then the Lord just kept blessing the work, more and more people responding to the gospel. And then it expanded to include all of the Spanish-speaking countries of the world. And then it just expanded from there to all the countries of the world, places that were hostile to the gospel and others that were not. And just uh, it has just been a, a build from there. And uh, the world is not big enough. Sometimes it feels like, Lord, beyond this, what is there? I want to get to it. So it, it, it's just been amazing. It's been an amazing ride. What has the internet meant for particularly closed places or hard places? How has that changed the ability to get the gospel, to get the Bible, uh, to get these teaching helps into places like Afghanistan, like Iran, like China? How, how has that sort of revolutionized it your work? It has changed everything. <laughs> so think of this. So before, so the internet was invented in, I think it was 1991, 92. And before that, you know, all we had, we had paper, we had plastic, so book distribution. So Voice of the Martyrs involved in smuggling things in. Imagine heavy books, you know, Bibles, you know, thick Bibles. Hard to do that. Sometimes, uh, sometimes one suitcase at a time, yes. literally. <laughs> dangerous for the smuggler, dangerous for the people on the other side. The big thing that has really revolutionized was, is the invention of the, the smartphone. So 2007, 
The iPhone was invented, 2008, the Android phone. Now, they're saying that by 2025, so five years from now, 75% of all the people in the world that access the Internet will access it by their mobile phones. Wow. That's a huge statistic. So look at the move. And so now, what does this mean? So now, instead of smuggling things in and evading authorities and all the dangers that presents with a click of a button from your living room on a phone, you can beam in, you know, whatever, videos, books, Bibles, at the touch of a finger. And we're doing that. We're doing that in restricted nations. We're doing that all over the map. And people are responding in incredible ways. They're starting to realize that this mobile phone, this is the most powerful tool that we have, I think, today for evangelism and discipleship. We have got to use this to its full advantage. And I think about, you know, we, we've told stories about Somalia. If you're carrying a paper Bible down the street in Somalia, you are likely to be killed within days, literally. But everybody has a phone. <laughs> so, yep. so you can carry your phone. You can carry it right out in the open. Nobody bats an eye. Nobody does a second look. And it might have the whole Bible. It might have hours and hours and hours of teaching. It might have Christian music on it. And nobody bats an eye. Yep, exactly. That's the change. Yes. That, that's the reality now. We're talking today on Voice of the Martyrs with Reed Olson. He is the global resource liaison for the Voice of the Martyrs, helping us get Christian materials into hostile and restricted nations. So, Reed, we have this amazing tool. We have the Internet. We have a smartphone. How is Voice of the Martyrs taking advantage of that? So three years ago, we did something kind of revolutionary. So coming from a publishing background, and, you know, back then it was mostly it's, it's books, it's films, publishers, Christian publishers, uh, especially in the United States, there's a lot of legal restrictions about what you can do with materials and, you know, who they can go to. Can they be reproduced? Can they be shared freely with others? Uh, and word freely, you know, is it going to cost me something for a subscription? Am I going to have to give my name and all these details? And, uh, and combing through, you know, three, five-page contracts to, to tell you what you can and cannot do. You know, for the countries that we work in around the world, and a lot of people uh, with some minimal education, I mean, having to pay attention to all the restrictions, is a, it's, it's so cumbersome it just doesn't get done. So what, what we did here uh, three years ago, we created this website, www.vm1.global, and we decided we're going to put quality resources on the site, so both print and especially film quality resources in multiple languages. So we have resources on over 80 languages on the site. Wow. That can be freely viewed, streamed, downloaded freely, and shared with other people. Now, that combination with all those things together, I don't know anybody else that is doing all of those things to the degree that we are. And people are loving it all over the world in all these languages. People are getting saved. People are starting churches. People are getting ministered, discipled in ways that they never had. For us, you know, in the United States, multiple churches, bookstores, ministry, we have radio ministries, we have TV, we have magazines, we have all these different ministries. And a lot of other countries, they don't have even a percentage of that. You know, we take it for granted. You can just go down to your local Christian bookstore and pick something up. If you're in Somalia and you want to do that, you want to get a Bible, where do you go? Now we have a place and people are discovering us, and it is just 
amazing to see what God is doing. What are some of the stories that you hear from people who are taking advantage? Again, the website the website is available to our listeners, www.vm1.global. What are some of the stories you hear of people who are getting resources freely at this website? May I read a few? Absolutely. Uh, this one is from Kenya. I shared the teachings in the English and Swahili VM1 Gospel Collection videos to several people in Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, Sudan, Democratic Republic of Congo, Rwanda, and Burundi, and among others in Kenya, Kakuma uh, Refugee Camp. The response is positive. I baptized 27. Wow. We then planted a church. <laughs> now, this, one from, uh, this one from Pakistan. Using a projector, we have shown the Urdu VM1 share their voice Alex story and Sarah story to 150 people in a middle area of Karachi, from which the people were greatly blessed and strengthened in faith. After that, a special prayer was offered for these countries where Christians are suffering because of the name of Jesus. Next Friday, I'm going to serve God in a rural and poor area of inner sin. I mean, it just goes and, on and, and let on me and just, on. Let me break in, because those videos, the Alex and the Sarah videos, were videos that were done by VOM for the International Day of Prayer. On the International Day of Prayer, people prayed for those countries. Now they've been translated into Urdu, and they're available in Pakistan, and they're blessing Pakistani Christians who could face the exact same kind of persecution that they're seeing in those videos. Exactly. So you can see how that connection builds within the body of Christ, not between necessarily America and a restricted nation, but between Christians in different restricted nations. Exactly. And you know what? Not only restricted nations. So when we put something in a language like Urdu, outside of Pakistan, there are many people that speak Urdu that live outside the country. Mm -hmm. And so now they're becoming missionaries when they hear about it in another country. They're becoming missionaries not only in Pakistan, but all countries around the world where people speak that language. And that's, that's so with many of the 80 languages that we have. That's pretty cool. What, what is the response of leaders in the ministry community when you say, hey, have you seen our website? By the way, it's all free. You can have it. You can distribute it. You can do whatever you want with it. What's their response? Uh, they're, they're amazed and at first skeptical. Really? It's free? <laughs> really? I can download this? Really? I don't have to pay anything? Really? I can share this? with others, and I don't have to do X, Y, Z to satisfy your So that's that's the new thing that we do, that I don't know anybody else to the degree that we're doing it uh, is doing that. What direction are we moving with that? There was a study done some time ago by the Luzon Evangelism Committee on Christian resources. They determined that 80% of all people around the world today prefer to learn by listening rather than reading. Now, if you go to film, which has the audio component and the visual, that even trumps just listening to something. The trend is to learn through films, Christian films, in their heart language, not with subtitles, because people don't prefer not to read. It's dubbed, dubbed into their heart language. And we're even watching people, you know, I get a lot of uh, questions. They say, well, okay, thank you for these films. You know, I really need a projector. I really need, you know, I need a projector, a DVD player, whatnot. And we're educate, we're re-educating. We're saying, no, we actually have this powerful tool. It is your phone. It's your mobile <laughs> phone. We, see, we receive pictures and videos of people 
sitting, putting a, putting a smartphone in front of a group. I've seen groups up to about 50 people. They're wow. reading, they're looking at a small uh-huh. screen. Okay. Now, granted, seeing something on a big screen is much better, but if all you have is a smartphone, use what you have. People are getting saved. They're watching a little, little screen, five-inch screen, and they're seeing a movie, you know, in a, a, a packed house with 50 people, and they're seeing this, and they're hearing the audio and the, the effects and everything in our films, and they're getting saved. I mean, hey. What could know? be better than that? <laughs> what could be better than that? So. <laughs> We're talking today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Reed Olson. He is the global resource liaison for the Voice of the Martyrs. Read what what are the challenges? What what's the hardest part of your job? Uh, there's a couple. I would say helping people to transition away from uh, the old way of doing things. So print, project, going to the new, embracing the mobile phone is the greatest tool we have for evangelism and discipleship today. I kind of liken it to. Uh, you know, I've been reading recently, I just finished the book of Acts, and I was looking at the Apostle Paul's challenge of helping the Jews to let go of the old covenant and embrace the new covenant. You know, after centuries of following, you know, the old covenant and being in, in the law and every jot and tittle of the law, and now Jesus comes along, he sets aside the old, here's the new covenant, uh, it's very difficult. It was very difficult for people. It's very difficult for a lot of people today to embrace this new technology, internet and, and mobile phone. They want to go back to the old. They don't want to release that. But once they see the power in internet and mobile phone technology to spread the gospel, their, their eyes are open. So number one is that transition. Number two, I have more response coming in uh, per day that I can even get to. I start early in the morning responding to people. I quit late at night. My, my <laughs> wife, she will vouch for this. It is seven days a week. Turn off the computer. And so <laughs> turn off that computer, you know. Even the dog will pull my hand. You know, put that phone away, you know. And so it's time. When I get up in the morning, it's like, okay, I've got 24 hours here. I know I need to sleep with six. What can I do with the other 18 how many people can I reach with these resources? How many people will come to the Lord? How many won't come to the Lord if I don't? Not being under this super pressure and everything, but my heart is, I want to reach as many people as I can and uh, with these resources. And uh, all I need, Lord, is time. Help me to manage my time in a way that I can reach the most possible. That's a huge challenge. Also, I've been reading in the book of Exodus where... Moses attempted in the beginning to counsel all the people day and night himself. One guy, his father-in-law Jethro comes along and says, hey, one person can't do that. He, he, I, I watch you. You start early in the morning to late at night, and you've got this line of people lined up wanting to counsel. You can, why do you do this? Because the people need me. Well, Jethro had some wise advice. You know, you need to delegate, you know, it's, uh, you know, establish judges of hundreds and fifties and tens, and then the hard cases come to you. So what I have been learning to do over the last few years, once we rolled out this website, is to replicate what I'm doing. So it is, tr- it is mentoring others to capture a vision for what these resources can do and how you use the current technology to get it out so they are as fired about this as I am 
And then now they're going out and making their own disciples, who in turn are making their own disciples. That's the way we cover the earth. Even Jesus, I mean, he could have in his three-year ministry preached the 5,000 every day. 5,000 here, 5,000. He didn't do that. He picked 12, and he went deep, and he taught those 12 all, the, all that they needed to know and to go out and reproduce, reproduce. Re- That's how we're going to cover the earth. We want to cover the earth with VM1 resources. We have some awesome resources out there for children, for youth, for families, for the persecuted church, for adults. We, we've got a whole spectrum of materials out there. We want to get these out. So, Lord, give us the wisdom on how we can best do that. It seems to me that as we have just come through a year of complete upheaval, (laughs) if I can say complete upheaval, um, you know, travel has been lessened. Getting together in person has been lessened. It seems to me that these resources have become more timely and more important and more perfect for the world as it exists today than even 12 months ago. This crisis, actually, the Lord has taken it and used it for the good. He has a way of doing that, doesn't he? He has a way of doing that. <laughs> you know, you look at uh, Zoom, and so now it has become one of the prominent tools of holding church services worldwide and home groups. Uh, we do that in, in Ecuador from our home in Ecuador every Sunday. Church services conducted online via Zoom and also our home group. And people have discovered, people have also discovered through this crisis what they hold in their hands in the form of, of technology, especially the mobile phone, the smartphone, and that, hey, this is a positive tool that we can use to reach people today. I, I received a testimony the other day from Kenya, and they said, you know, even though our churches are back open, there are restrictions for people that are older than 58 and younger than 10. They still are not allowed to go to church services for people that don't have access to church. Thank God that they can get it in their homes at the touch of a button on their phone. And I'm hearing that all over the place. So what Satan meant for bad, God is turning God around God is and turning for to good. good. Yep. Reed, as you, uh, you live in Central America, what's the status of the church there? I know from VOM perspective, we talk about persecution, we talk about the red zones of Colombia— we talk about some <laughs> spots in southern Mexico. What so, about the status of the church in terms of evangelize? Is is the church on fire in that part of the world? Is it? Yeah, there are many countries that are so for evangelism, especially missions. I think especially of Brazil. Brazil has become a major uh, mission sending country, and so you have those pockets. It depends on the specific country and culture. But we're seeing some real encouraging thing. In fact, Latin American missionaries are some of the most beloved missionaries in the Middle East. People in the Middle East say, you look like us. You're warm-blooded like us. <laughs> you, you invite people to your homes, and it's all about family and friendships. And, you're, and so we love seeing that. Uh-huh. And so we're going to be using, we are and we will be using these resources in a big way in Latin America to encourage more mission activity, more evangelism, discipleship. In fact, as of yesterday, that has become now a new mandate. We're going to put some real priority on uh, Spanish-speaking world, Central and South America, and the Caribbean. Very That's excited great. about that. Well, and the other thing, as it relates to uh, you know working in the Middle East, 
it's a lot easier to get a visa with a Brazilian passport than an American yes, passport. It's true. So it's true. Uh, they can get to some places that, as an American, I can't. Yep. What does it mean to you to have the the ability, with VOM's help, of just saying to mission leaders and saying to others, this is for you, it's free, come take all you want, give away as many as you can. Uh, how does that feel when you're sitting down with a church leader and saying, no, 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 listen, it's free, take all of it? <laughs> it's exhilarating. It's just, it's... Do I sound passionate? I mean, <laughs> I am so excited. A little bit. Just I'm so excited bit. about this. No, it, it just means the world. And watch people's faces light up and to get past that skepticism, you know, phase and just to, and just to embrace it and to use it. And look at kids' faces and, you know, they light up when they see animated, you know, when they see the Gospels presented in an animated format, you know, for, made for them. And it's just... It just means the world. And getting back testimonies of changed lives and, oh, every day is just, uh, it's, every day is, is a surprise. The Lord surprises us. So, Reed, as we finish up, we always like to equip our listeners to pray. How can people pray for this particular part of VOM's ministry uh, this week? It's all about Jesus. It's not about our plan. It's not about our strategy. It's, you know, the job gets done when we are abiding in the vine, when we are walking with Jesus, when we are walking in that personal love relationship with him. And then all the strategies, everything has to come from him. He only anoints what he initiates. And so it is to be sensitive. Help us, Lord, to be sensitive to what you have in mind. Help us to walk in lockstep with you, never overreaching, never doing things in our own ability and never lagging behind. When the Lord wants to run, let's run. When he wants to walk, let's walk. When he wants to sit and he just wants us to listen, let's do that. Let's just be in lockstep with Jesus and just manifest his life as we're walking with him. And all these different steps and things to do, he will lead and guide us. That's how the kingdom work is going to get done and it's going to be done powerfully in the power of the Holy Spirit. Christians in hostile nations may live far from us. As believers, we know that we are one with them and part of the body of Christ. As such, we can't ignore their suffering. If the Holy Spirit is impressing you to know more and support the work of Voice of the Martyrs, please visit our website at vom.com.au. All donations of $2 and more are tax deductible in Australia. This has been a production of Vom Oz Radio, voice for the persecuted.